What is up, everybody? It's Friday. You know what that means. It's another edition of Curveballs and Share Shots. It's your boy, Brandon Tanguma. A little under the weather, but apparently everybody is under the weather on this podcast. But, you know, I never do it alone. He, I was almost, oof, I was almost going to do the gimmick of the other podcast. But we don't do that around here. It's my, you fucking better not. Oh, I, I know. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you know, I'm not in the right, the fuck I'm, out I'm, of you. I'm not in the right frame of mind right now, Dominic. How much but, cold um, medicine you want right now? Uh, none. I've had like one shot of Dayquil. You take shots. You don't stick pills. You you take pills. Pop them, dog. Anyways, the lovely voice you hear is my lovely esteemed co-host Dominic Hobson. He's still sitting six foot away from me electronically. Dominic, how are you doing today, buddy? Well, Brandon, I'm uh, doing all right. Uh, you know, I feel a lot better. I don't know where you caught it. You know, I I really don't we, know. We definitely didn't get together on, on a Sunday. Sunday signed a mega contract and so yes now we are a threesome right now which by the way this is the first real threesome i've ever been in no, okay no the no, other uh no like doo-doo. can the you like third okay. third some of this podcast is tyler gunderson of points and doinks formerly of a podcast that shall not be named or a trap hell if you want to say it uh tyler how are you doing today I'm doing fantastic. I'm excited to be on curveballs and chair shots. I already want to get into it with Dominic. You take pills over shots, dog. I mean, thank you. Since a wee lad, I was, I've always taken Dayquil pills and Nightquil shots. Is that so? Was that because you just couldn't stand the taste of the the syrup that that they? Uh, use or or is there just i mean it was just i mean there was just pills in the household it was just we just were a pill family pill 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 wouldn't know anything about that um (laughs) but (laughs) uh yeah no i was i was always uh we always had the liquid in the family and i i i still like geez i don't know how you're going just just one shot i when i was unfortunately sick as well uh i was taking like three or four of them bad boys a day well, I'm not too bad. This is kind of the first day I've like been congested. I don't know. I don't know how long this goes on for because apparently everybody, everybody has had this because I had like a little sore throat for like two days and now I'm or three days and now I'm on first day of congestion. So apparently tomorrow I'm supposed to be going to a baptism, but apparently the worst is yet to come, according to Ty Gundy. Yeah, I, my, my, it started for me. I had like two days about two days of a, of a sore throat then i had about a uh i think today was the first day where i didn't have any congestion at all so uh so yeah about seven days of congestion so before good. before we go any further the studio audience would like to say something so studio audience Okay, well, what, what she was going to say was, welcome, Tyler Gunnison, to the podcast, right? Yeah. Studio audience, uh, it's, a, it's a pleasure. It's it an says it's a pleasure. Pleasure. And, and hopefully the mascot also welcomes me with open arms. The mascot will, I doubt he'll make an appearance, but, you know. Damn, he, you know, know. He, well, we never know when he's going to make an appearance. That's the problem. Yeah, he just, yeah. He, just, he just runs in all the time. It's always a surprise. It is. So, so for the people out there who don't know, would would you guys like to run down the contract for us? Some well, some of the terms, I want to take a bite of this. I got like two agreement. bites of this pizza left. Brandon can talk about it. <laughs> sure. Yes. Uh, this the terms of the contract. Yes, I can 
We don't need to read it verbatim. But if you want to follow us on all forms of social media, curveballs and chair shots. Uh, so basically, the contract states that Tyler Gunderson is an exclusive talent here at Curveballs and Cherry Shots. He can't do any other podcast unless he's granted permission. So if he wants to do some other podcast he used to appear on, if he wants to do something else, his own projects, he has full reign. But uh, he just has to run it by us first. I mean, I, you know what we should have done? And, I, and I'm smacking myself for not doing this in the contract. But there should be some type of compensation for us if we were to agree upon it. Well, it's a little too late for that now. I know. Yeah, I was going to say it's already in writing. We'll, we'll we'll talk about that later when your contract comes up for, you know, a couple years. Uh, he can talk about his other podcasts as long as it's uh, in a negative light. Uh, there will well, be comp- other other podcast. I want that. I want that in note that it does say other podcast, former podcast. Just OK, just. Hey, wait, hey, this, Sing, is the, this singular, is the bullshit. Singular. Was, this is the bullshit he was talking at work. He was like, "Oh, you know, already found, found a loophole. Loophole. Found a loophole." And I'm like, mm, mm. And then he's then he's all talking about, "Oh, I'm gonna make you guys preach it." And then you know, I can do whatever fuck I want. I'm so, like, oh. so, so pretty much, you know, Trapdoor to Hell 2.0 is a real piece of shit podcast. Trapdoor to Hell, on the other hand. Because it is two completely different, two entities. completely different entities. And you know what? We never really uh, specified what happens if he is to break contract. This is true. This is true. We just said what happens if he joins. He doesn't say anything. You know. Yeah. Well, we'll figure it out. We'll Tyler figure does. It out. Tyler does get compensation. We'll but uh, yeah, pretty much. It's uh, up to us once again. The discretion. So, episode two thirty. Uh, it's it's going to probably be a rough one just because we haven't really done a threesome before. So I don't really know how we're going to bounce off each other, but we'll figure it out. You know, yeah. it's a marathon, not What's a sprint. The worst thing that happens, it turns into a six hour podcast and, you know, yeah, yeah, it, that, that is definitely the worst thing that happened. Yeah. It, not, is a, it is a milestone achievement, though, fellas, from here on out. It's yep. it's the three of us. This is the reboot. So is, all the other 229 episodes before apparently didn't count. This is a new see, podcast right now. Th- that, w- that was all season one. We've just kicked it into season two, fellas. Yep. Right. So let's get on into it. Let's talk some baseball news. Not too, too much to get into. We do have Albert Pujols. He signs, goes back home with the St. Louis Cardinals on a one-year deal. Not officially, officially his last season. I mean, he's pretty much outright stated it is, but... I never say never, I guess, but uh, the machine comes back home to St. Louis. Tyler, uh, your thoughts? Um, from from a baseball standpoint, from a day to day, you know, every everyday player, I don't think he's there. I mean, it's nice that that now with the National League having a DH, he does have an ch- opportunity to play a little more. Uh, we do know that the Cardinals still have Paul Goldschmidt over there, who's obviously going to take out, you know, he's going to play a majority of the games. So it, it's, it's nice. It's going to be cool to see uh, Pujols, Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina pretty much finish out their careers. I think they're, I think they're all three going to retire at the end of the year. And I'm just, I'm excited to see this one last ride for all of them. Well, I mean, Pujols, I feel like in LA, he was kind of, which one? Sorry. The Doigers. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. I felt like he was very lackluster. Then again, I know he didn't play as much as, you know, maybe some people expected. But, um, you know, I don't really want to talk about when he was on the Angels. I felt like I felt like that was a, uh, you know, in my opinion, a 
very big fail bust, whatever you want to call it. Um, but being in St. Louis, he's retiring after this season. You know, he is unless he has a monster fucking year, but I mean, good for him. And, uh, you know, now is this Cardinals team right now? You're a front runner to win the division. Well, we're going to have to stay tuned to find out because we will have a, a preview in what one week. Maybe I'll, I guess on the next episode, we'll have our uh, preview, but who uh, made it out last year of the, uh, the central. I believe it was the Cardinals. What, or was it the brew crew? Did the brew crew take the, take the it division the last brew, year? It was the brewers, even yeah. though Christian Yelich could not hit water. If he fell out of a boat, they still figured it out. Is that possible. He found out he found a way. Damn. Uh, but yeah, you know, Puos going back to St. Louis. It's cool. You know, obviously when he was there the first time, he was one of the best hitters of all time. Dominic is our Pujols a Hall of Famer because we know you got your hot takes about uh, Clayton Kershaw. Is our Pujols a Hall of Famer? I mean, you shouldn't maybe. have to think about it this long. I mean, he's definitely a St. Louis Hall of Famer. But I mean, if Barry Bonds can't get in the Hall of Fame, why can't why? Why should he? I mean, Albert Pujols didn't have steroid allegations. Like, I understand. Barry Bonds greatest home run hitter of all time. Yeah, Albert Pujols. Oh, is Albert one Pujols of, is probably like fifty right now because he lied about his age. Yeah, I mean that's that's probably about the only thing bad that he did was lie about his age. But like, fucking liars. He's who, one like, of who likes liars. He's one of the greatest hitters of all time, Dominic. One of the greatest right-handed hitters of all time. I wouldn't even put mm. that stipulation on it. Just one of the greatest. Mm. That's a that's a is man that every every kid out there should watch his swing and, and I try to say, emulate his swing. Okay, fine. I will say yes, but he's not a first ballot for me. Blasphemy. That's just that's absolutely that's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, Dominic, you know, did, did you even have you even watched the tape? Shout out Adriana. Just said it randomly, just to fucking fuck with you guys. What the fuck is that? that that's, <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was gonna say that. It's one of our coworkers that we told the we she, said she, Dominic will give her a shout out. She she listened to the Tyler's former podcast when they were talking about Toretto, and now I am stuck under her phone as Toretto now. And, Brand new uh, listener, nice. And nice. She, now she's converted to us. So uh, the average, or kind of you know, about war total for a Hall of Famer is around 70, 75. Uh, Dominic, what do you think Albert Pujols' career war is at? We've already did this with a uh, Clint Kershaw. What do you think Albert Pujols' career war is at? Um, like 84. Tyler, do you have a guess? I'm going to put it up around the 90s. I'm going to say about a 96. You guys were both underestimated. Old Albert, it's 99.6. Ah, almost a hundo. That's, war. I mean, the, just that in itself should should tell you first ballot. War. I don't, he, I don't he might hit, he might fuck around and hit 700 home runs this season. Because what, what is he at right He's now? He's at 679. 679 so he's he's 21 home runs away like i, I can mean, see he's it. like an everyday dh you know it could happen he could run into a couple i don't think he will but i think he'll he'll hit a dozen you guys are totally sucking his and, dick and he's because... all and he's also a career 297 batter you guys are just sucking his dick you guys are just i mean i think you're just not sucking his dick enough i mean I you, you can ask how i suck a lot of dick this, I mean, I, just for the people out there, and and we'll get into this news in a little bit, I'm I'm sure. But this is the same man at work today who said Jacob Degrom is a is is not good. Well, let's talk about it. Jacob Degrom, 
he was go he was scratched from his start today. He went under evaluation for his shoulder and kind of the worst one, well, not the worst, but uh, he is going to be out for around four months or four weeks. He's going to get shut down, going to miss opening a day. So Jacob DeGrom once again, dealing with injuries. Now I love DeGrom. He's the best pitcher in the game right now, but it's when he's healthy. And unfortunately it's just been one after another, after another injury that, I mean, I know we're talking about Hall of Fame right now. I don't think Jacob DeGrom's a Hall of Famer. He keeps it up, you know, getting injured all the time like this. See, that's I, – I, Jacob DeGrom is, is a really fucking good pitcher, and it, mm-hmm. and it pains me to say, but I have mm-hmm. to agree. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer yet. Mm-hmm. The numbers the numbers show that he has that potential, but because of his – his injuries that he's that he's had and and the lack of success that the Mets have had because we all know that team team success does it does have some sort of sway in uh Hall of Fame votes hmm. so I, I I just can't hmm. I can't see it yet but I think he will reach that level of of a first so, ballot so but, we're saying, but, we're, but we're sitting here saying he's a he's a damn good pitcher but just career-wise he doesn't it's not a Hall of Fame we're not saying so, he's not a good pitcher. so so I will kind of rephrase what i was trying to say at work today i didn't mean he was dog shit he's terrible i just meant like you know as soon as you start getting your hopes up you're like oh man he's gonna fucking just dominate this whole year it's like he's always oh his arm or my bag or whatever fuck his issues are so it's like as soon as your hopes get up as he he'll bring your hopes up and then he just gets hurt he's too injury prone i feel like you know and that's not a knock to him. Injuries happen all the time. You can fucking throw your back out just picking up a pencil. So it's just not his fault, but it's just really, really terrible to always see that happen. I just think I think it's because of that Mets organization. If they if they were to have a better rotation to complement him, he wouldn't have to be going nine innings and and putting or, his putting or his you whole, just say putting his hey, whole debussy into the fucking into his outings you know you throw seven fucking shout out innings we're Shut gonna out. fucking take you out you know if fucking our guys can't get the job done that's on them and you know and then that's where and that's his relievers... that's, the, that's the career that's arc yeah. of him is he has a great era but the wins even though wins are a a outdated metric they just don't add up because he's on a shitty team yeah and and that's another thing of w- once they start, you know, they want to get some wins together. They want to put some wins, you know, stack them up. You you don't want to put the bull. You don't want to put the game into that bullpen's hand because that bullpen's been so terrible. So they rely on Degrom to go seven, eight, sometimes even go complete games. When in reality, you know, it, it is becoming a, a high velocity game to where, you know, everybody's throwing hard, everybody's throwing junk, but. They just, it's going to, it's wear and tear on the arm. Are you wearing a robe? Yes, I'm wearing a robe, Dominic. I'm surprised it took you this long to notice. Fucking twink. Whoa, whoa. Sorry, oh, no, no, oh, sorry. Holy and once shit. again, us going six hours was not the worst thing that could happen to this podcast. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I mean, that's not, I mean, that's, that's a compliment to him. This was this is my first day as a full-time uh, employee of this podcast. Hey, and there's I'm nothing all... in the content that says I can't call you names. That's true, but I'm already feeling, uh, you know, put put out to pasture. <laughs> when he's a, he needs to show his dominance after the last podcast appearance you made. Yeah, good point. He needs to really, you know, this is my yard. I don't even remember. 
the last podcast appearance he's made. Not on this podcast, just podcast appearance in general, Dominic. Do you remember what that was? Toretto? You sure. fucking son of a bitch. You should have should have wrote it on the board. Oh, inside work me. joke. Can you trigger me again? Oh, yeah, buddy. And anyways. Anyways, uh, we got Shout a trade. Out. We got a big trade. Well, I don't know if I say big trade, but we got uh, some two relatively bigger name players swapping teams. We got AJ Pollock going to the White Sox while Craig Kimball goes over to the Dodgers. So, uh, well, two bigger names swapping places. You know, Pollock, I guess he'd probably go with one of the corner outfielders with Luis Robert. Man in center, Kenley Jansen left the dot, leaves the Dodgers. So that kind of leaves Blake Trinan, uh, Gratterall, kind of a hole in the back end of that bullpen. So I think this is a trade that's going to work out well for both these teams, both playoff World Series contending teams. Yeah, I would, uh, I would tend to agree. I do like that White Sox outfield just getting just a little bit better. You know, you already got Eloy Jimenez, and as you, uh, as you mentioned, uh, Luis Robert out, out Manning center field. So you add AJ Pollock and could, could be a nice uh, complimentary piece in that outfield. And then Kimbrell, I think will just kind of slide right into that Kenley Jansen uh, role over there in, in LA for the Doyers. I mean, is it with J- uh, Jensen leaving and Krimble coming in? Do you, is it a, I mean, I, I haven't been like- keeping up, so I don't exactly know who the, closer is i think trina might be getting the, the starter or might be the closer but i'm not 100 sure we have the well, what i'm just saying is that. is is basically the swap so to speak do you think it's one for one or do you think one's better than the other still because i feel like Krimble coming in is way better than jensen kimbrough kind of fell off a little bit but then he had kind of a nice little resurgence these last couple years so and then pollock i mean he it's the Dodgers he gets so lost in the shuffle because of all the talent they have over there that's kind of hard to really gauge how good he he really is I mean he's a solid player but I mean for that lineup that the Dodgers have he just kind of got pushed out and I think Kimbrell for what he adds to the White Sox is better than what Pollock or what Kimbrell adds to the Dodgers is better than what Pollock would be as like a bench bat or something Uh, well he might be a starter because Cody Bellinger fucking strikes out 95% of the time Hey man, it's spring training. We don't we don't care about spring training numbers. Or last year's or the year before. That was a fluke. That was a fluke. Okay. Well, don't don't well, talk I mean, shit on belly, all right? I mean his rookie year. It out. His rookie year at this point seems like a fluke. Yeah, it kind of does. It's a little scary. A little scary for for a guy who was doing commercials with Christian Yelich about going back to back on MVPs. And and look at both of those guys now. They should have won on the Pat McAfee show. That's where you get back to back MVPs. Amen, brother. Amen. It looks like Dominic's getting yelled at right now. Uh, Tyler, going to throw it on to you. Uh, you haven't really talked too much about baseball and kind of the moves, all the craziness that's happened over these last couple of weeks and the lockout and everything. So just throw it over you, Tyler. Any any news, any big names you want to talk about? You know, we'll, we'll get into probably a lot of it next week when we go to a preview. But, you know, Correa, Story were the big ones last week. Any uh, anything else you want to talk about with baseball? I was I was I was very surprised, and I, I did listen back to last week's episode just to kind of refresh the the old memory and and hearing, you know, me and Dominic had talked about it at work about um, the fact that Trevor Story reports were coming out. He wants to play shortstop. He doesn't want to go anywhere else. He just wants to play short. Uh, and then he goes to the Red Sox, and it's like, oh, gotta play, gotta play uh, second base. Very strange, but. 
I, you think I'm, he is the shortstop? Do you think Bogarts leaves and then so th- story slides in? That's what I was going to bring up was the fact that Xander Bogarts, although he is a you know he is a veteran compared to Trevor Story. I think Bogarts has been in a year in the league, maybe a year or two more. He's still a young guy, so I I like I personally like Xander Bogarts more than I like Trevor Story, and I feel like they could have probably got similar deals. So I was surprised to see the Red Sox go out and get Trevor Story, if that is the case. But I have a feeling the Red Sox are going to try and buy all in and keep the three keep keep Rafi, keep Bogarts, and keep Trevor Story and just have this fucking badass infield. I mean, I think they should definitely re-sign no more Garcia Parra and just fucking say fuck all of them and bring it back. Run it yeah, back, buddy. Run it bring back Miguel Tejada. The Giants bring back Omar Vizquel. Just, you know, just... No, the Giants need to bring back Joe Panic. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, Oof. I mean, at this point, it seems like the A's would actually go out and sign Miguel Tejada just just to fucking get any fans in there. Even but alive? That's a that's a whole nother rant. I, he might be alive, but I think he's in jail. I think he got he got caught up on charges with with that cocaine. Oh, Oof. cocaine. Good cocaine. He, he, like he paid him that much back in the day. So, you know, he's got to. Let's see. What is old Miguel Tejada entering the gold Google machine? Let's see, let's see what he's doing. <laughs> um. So that was surprising. And then Carlos Correa uh, going to the twins, which was, which was strange because it seemed like the twins were trying to do another reset after, after getting rid of Donaldson and, and kind of not going out and getting many big pieces. And then they make this big splash with Carlos Correa. So that was, that was good to see a nice step in the right direction for a team. That's, you know, they're right there that they're one or two pieces away from actually making a good run. So I just looked it up. Uh, this is from three months ago. So what's it? Uh, December. Former, there's an arrest warrant issued for Miguel Tejada. I'm trying to find exactly. Oh, shit. He must have got out. I, re- I remember like five years ago reading that he was, that he got sent to prison. Oh, okay. Here it is. It's an, an arrest warrant was issued in the Dominican for issuing bad checks. Damn. Oh. Hate. Damn. see it. Cocaine money must have ran out. Yep. Start bouncing his checks. You hate to see it. Um, but I, I have been keeping up with the but for I have been keeping up with the MLB Instagram and they did post the top hundred players. And Dominic, have you seen the top ten players yet? No, I have not. And I want you. This is a surprise. We definitely this, didn't talk about we this. Definitely beforehand. didn't. We definitely you're, didn't set yeah, this up. You'll, 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 you'll work on the segues. Yeah, that, that that was never my. Okay, thing. But D- Dominic doesn't actually know what it is. He just. I, I really don't. I really don't. I know. Well, well, Excuse you know. Me? No, I'm talking I, to the, the I got podcast a studio audience. Oh, Dominic's in trouble. Dominic's in trouble. Ooh, you're in trouble. Come back, give me another kiss. I'm gonna have to. Uh, no, you don't. I'm gonna have to step my Paul Paul Blart game up and and learn the segue a little better. Right. So number ten right. on MLB's top hundred players is Ronald Acuna Jr. Nah. Number nine. Newly acquired LA Dodger Freddie Freeman, number eight. The the ass is a wagon, Vladdy Jr. Number seven, the man who's out for four weeks now that Dominic said was was hot garbage, Jacob Degrom. Number six, Mookie Betts. Number Ugh. five, the most underrated, overrated, but also overrated, underrated player of all Joe time, Panic. Bryce Harper. Oh. Uh, number four is Juan Soto. Number three. Soto. Uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. Number two, probably the goat, Mike Trout, and number one, Shohei Otani. 
Dominic, what are your thoughts on the on the uh, top ten? Granted, I only right I can now? only remember the top three because that's you know that's all my little cognitive brain can with hand will withstand. But uh, sounds good. You know, definitely think uh, Vladdy should be up a little higher. I think he was eight. You said. Uh, so yes, yes, yes. I think maybe, maybe, you know, six, you know, but uh, um, Freddie Freeman, I don't, in my opinion, is not top 10. Really? I don't think, I don't think he's top 10, top uh, 15, maybe. Did, did Freddie win NL MVP last year? Jeez. Did, did I remember that correctly? Uh, not last year. Last year was Bryce Harper, but he's an was MVP. Bryce- he, it was, I, he I was an MVP. It was, I believe it was in the last couple of years, though, wasn't it? Wasn't it uh, very recently? Look it up. Sorry, sorry. My bad. You know, th- that's what we do. I start talking about bullshit while you do the research and, you know, yeah. But So now we got two people to talk bullshit. Hey, how are you, Brandon? Oh, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> what? You I'm scared. You good over there, homie? He was MVP. He got a Mickey Mouse MVP in 2020. 2020 okay, Mickey what... Mouse. It's not really legit. Yeah, but I like Trevor like Bauer I... got a Cy Young that year. I mean, Cancel. We'll, we'll talk about that. Um, but uh, no, I mean, like I said, we don't talk about 50. Bauer. No, no, no. Great movie. Dominic, you seen the movie yet? Can I, can I just finish my fucking statement? Jesus. Have you seen Encanto? Oh, Encanto. Yeah, definitely. We just dropped the the. Okay. Anyways, continue, Dominic. I dropped. I watched it like fucking way too many times and i totally did not cry multiple times but yet you didn't get the we don't talk about bauer reference yeah i what's well, bruno that's the point no Dominic. no shit you don't say you guys are being mean i got enough of this at work god damn it <laughs> i'm done with my statement fuck your top 10 i i know you know i'm number one tatis lover boy over here but at three i mean i, I love him but I, I just don't think he uh, deserves that at this moment he's Kind of similar to DeGrom, you know, when he's on the field, he's showing flashes, but he uh, just hasn't put it together, you know, consistently enough for me to warrant number three. Top 10, yes, but I don't know about three. Yeah, I mean, just just when you look at him defensively and his defensive struggles, that alone shouldn't put him in the top five. Um, and, and like you said, not being able to stay healthy, uh, I would also knock that down. Um, I would flip-flop the number one and number two. I love Shohei Otani to death, big Shohei guy, but Mike Trout is just that fucking dude. Year in, year out, he is always going to be that guy. Yeah, I mean, last year we forget he was almost on, he was on pace to have his best season of all time until he got hurt, and that's like the he, he never gets hurt. So he, that's what made last year like such a rarity. He had such good numbers, like I think he was leading in in, in uh, All Star voting. And he had been injured for like four weeks still, and he and he had that good of numbers to where he was still leading in 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 the voting. Just just absolutely insane that that such a great season had to get cut short. So hopefully he comes out and does the damn thing again. Hopefully, hopefully. Let's move on over to the NFL. Uh, not too much, uh, but we did get uh, some big news. We have in the very end of March, we have some head coaching changes. We have Bruce Arians. Uh, retiring he's stepping away he's going to be a part of the fr- uh, front front office be like a whatever an assist not an assistant but he's not going to be doing too much he basically just gets a nameplate uh, and then todd bowles steps in as the head coach so this then leads to a lot of conspiracy theories on the internet of people saying that 
Tom Brady kind of kicked Bruce Arians out. And this was kind of a stipulation that if he came back, B.A. would not be a part of the team anymore. I mean, we've heard rumors of him going to Miami, San Francisco, and he uh, he comes back. Tyler, do you believe these conspiracy theories or do you think it's, you know, just a coincidence? So I I had the same thought. Not not the conspiracy theory, but I thought this kind of thing was going to happen in Kansas City, and I think it still might happen in Kansas City. Uh, and, and the whole thing of like people always wondered why Todd Bowles, why um, and I can't I I've been Eric, Eric Bieniemy, thank you, Eric Bieniemy, um, why those guys weren't getting head coaching jobs, and I think it's exactly this. I think BA knew that he was going to be stepping away, just like I think Andy Reid knows he's going to be stepping away within the next few years. And I think they tell these offensive coordinators like, hey, hang tight. I'm about to step down. You get to take control of this team that, you know, at least in Casey's uh, point of view, it's like you have Patrick Mahomes for the next like 15 years. With Bruce Arians, it's like you have this really good defense that the Bucs have and you have this really good offense that we've built and you get to take control of that. Now, the Tom Brady thing, who knows when, you know, he's actually going to retire. I don't believe that, you know, Tom Brady drove out Bruce Arians in my in my thought process. I just I just can't see it happening. Bill Belichick confirmed. Bill Belichick confirmed for what? Your penis. I don't know. Oh, now I got to talk about this shit? God yeah. damn it. Um, well, yeah, I was um, done, and then you just happened to say that, so I was hoping you had more to, to add on to that. I don't give a shit about no Bruce Arians, fucking old-ass motherfucker. Just fucking retire your ass and just, you know. That's, ex- that's an exact quote from Tom Brady. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, really, I, I agree with Tyler. I don't think Tom Brady was like, yeah, I'm coming back if he leaves because I feel like, you know, Arians did what he could last season it was just kind of a last minute you know bad play call or whatever that happened that where the rams beat them in my opinion so i don't think brady said to get out or retire or whatever but you know everyone has their own conspiracy theories so. i'm not one way or another i probably lean towards it not being a conspiracy but why did this happen so late like the i mean it's it's probably not gonna have too too much of an effect in terms of the day-to-day but like, why did this happen kind of, you know, before free agency or something else like that? Like, why did this happen now so late into the off, you know, offseason free agency period? The the timing is just absolutely crazy that it's like, what, a week, a week or two after Brady announces he's coming back. And now all of a sudden it's like B.A. saying, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to retire. It's, it is it is very, very strange because you don't see it happening this late. But I just I, I don't know. I like. I don't know. Now I'm trying to, now I'm kind of thinking myself into like, yeah, Brady, Brady probably did do this at piece of shit. Cause fuck Tom Brady. Yep. Fuck Tom Brady. Dominic, what are you doing up there? What are you looking at? What are you looking on your phone? I'm, I'm just getting Mr. X's questions ready. Okay. Oh, good, okay. good, hey. good, good, good. We're good almost boy, there. But uh, finally, uh, Bobby Wagner, he stays in the NFC West, but he signs with oh, the super yeah. team of the Los Angeles Rams five years, 50 million dollars. Uh, you know, one of the bigger names out there gets cut by Seattle joins the, uh, the Rams, not exactly replacing Von Miller, but uh, another solid defensive piece for the Rams. Good for you. Get your money, kid. Amen. Kid. Yeah. I was, I was kind of thinking the same thing. I, I, for me, I think Bobby Wagner is, is kind of, uh, 
in my opinion, he's a little overrated. I, you know, he, he had some flashes over there in Seattle, but I just, it's, it's a different, it's a different, uh, it's a different style of football played in Seattle. And and when teams come into that home stadium, I think going into LA, I just can't see the success kind of rolling. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of not all in on this signing for the Rams. I think they could have went out and got some bigger fish, even brought, tried to bring Von Miller back. Tyler, what are your thoughts on kind of the Rams in their offseason? They sign Allen Robinson, trade away Robert Woods, don't get Von Miller. Um, still kind of the super team. We don't know what's going on with Odo Beckham with his injury, but uh, what do you what do you I, see from the Rams and what they did? I absolutely love Allen Robinson. I feel bad for the guy. He's he spent he spent some years in Chicago and and just bad quarterback play after bad quarterback play. So I'm, I'm happy he's getting his shine with a good quarterback like Matt Stafford. And and I'm excited for the season and to see what, what he could finally do uh, in a good system. Bobby trees, on the other hand, I I love the guy to death, but Ryan Tannehill, his, his quarterback play, you're going into a system that, and I think you said it last week, cheese, they rely so heavily on the run with Derrick Henry that I think his, his production is definitely going to take a hit and, especially with AJ Brown still being that number one guy over there. So I'm sorry, Bobby trees. You got to go to this Tennessee Titans team and, and maybe they, they, you might see some more success. Although the Rams did just win the Super Bowl, you might see a little more success, but you know, you're playing for the Titans where you're not going to be able to uh, produce as much as you were before. All right, to kind of sound the same track of uh, the, the baseball, Tyler, any, any thoughts for, for the football, you know, the Raiders, Maybe Raiders one of making. the maybe one of the winners of the offseason, uh, all the different quarterbacks and the carousel that's going on uh, over there. Dolph Ziggler or whatever the fuck his name is. That's that's the GM now is is doing a damn good job. I love to see it uh, seeing the compare. I think I've seen the comparison either today or the day before of like uh, a Z- Ziggler, Ziegler, whatever his name is, uh, offseason compared to what we were getting with Mike Mayock. And it's just it's absolutely beautiful. I'm excited for this draft. And although the AFC West is getting stacked up at first, you know, seeing the Chargers make big signings and Denver trading for uh, Russell Wilson and, and all this big, you know, big buzz going around everybody but the Raiders. Now seeing what they've done, I'm back in thinking, all right, we got a shot at this goddamn division. Let's go. It's, it's exciting. Um, Tyreek Hill, by the way, I believe he was beating up a kid just to get some confirmation to you guys. Thank you. Thank you. I yes. thought so. And then Domna questions me. And I should never question when Domna questions me. Eating yeah. up a kid. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's controversy. I yeah, believe yeah, yeah. it was a kid. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking kids. That's yeah. all right. Tyreek Hill's going to be old and washed up in two years because he's small and runs fast. And he's well, not going to have that anymore. I mean. Or he'll just drive a car and kill them. Oh, dude. Oh, come on. Too, Dom- soon. too soon. Too um, soon. Teas and peace to the family out there of, of the people that Henry Ruggs hit. And the um, dog. And the dog, and the dog, always the dog, but yeah, just the dog. Like the Tyreek Hill going to Miami, Tua is not the same quarterback as Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, like Patrick Mahomes has breaking news. Breaking news. In case anybody didn't know, they're not the same quarterback. Um, he doesn't have the arm strength. He doesn't have the accuracy that Pat Mahomes has. And I believe she said it last week. Like Tyreek Hill gets used to stretch the field, and he's and he's. He's quick more than anything else. And I just think that's going to get taken away because Tua 
won't be able to get the ball to him on a on a go route. Or or it just takes all everyone looks at that just a little dump passes off and you know to get I, I will say Tua does have a kind of a rocket for an arm. And if you kind of go back and look at some of those Tyreek Hill like deep throws, it wasn't like Patrick Mahomes was like, you know, drop it in the bucket. It was like, you know, chuck it deep. Tyree kill, you know, gain separation and he has enough separation. He can kind of, you know, maneuver and catch it, even though it wasn't exactly where he, you know, he was at. So, but I, at the same, in the same token, Kansas city's offensive line in those Tyree kill years were a lot better than what Miami has right now. And I just think, I don't think Tua is going to have the time. It doesn't matter. The Bills are going to run away with that division anyway. So who really Amen. cares? And the and the Raiders and the Chargers. I mean, the entire AFC West is getting in through uh, through the wild card. So it's just going to be the Bills in that division. Yeah. Uh, Dominic has completely shut off. Uh, kayfabe. We usually do not record with our cameras on, but Tyler needs it to communicate. I, have, I can't do it if I don't look you guys in the eyes. Uh, so we have it on, and then now Dominic just turned it off. Oh, and now he is back. Dominic, what you have to turn the camera off for? Uh, uh, Dominic's ass was fat. He just whipped his dick out right now. I, just... I, you know, I just looking at Tyler in that robe just gets me feeling a certain way. And oh, the nipple. Um, Free the your, nipple. Your, your camera is so high up, we wouldn't say anything. Yeah, it, exactly. It's because I'm so bricked up right now. The camp, the, my laptop is just. Dominic, did you just learn the terminology which you bricked up today? <laughs> I've been saying it nonstop at work, and now he's now he's on the fucking a- up Adriana. Train. Didn't she say that today too? She was all she like, "Oh, you're getting well. bricked up." I'm like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that is it bricked for up. sports. Uh, moving up. on, let's go into. Oh, shut the fuck up, Dominic. Now I'm not gonna want to say it up. anymore. <laughs> Thank you. That's Good job, the, Dominic. That's what I gotta do. I gotta I ask him when that little <clears throat> Nasek, the fucking what was it? Uh, um. Old Town Road came out. That's the only song like me and Mary listened to for like a week straight. I know. And he and <laughs> he got in the goated. car one day. He's like, you just ruined the song for me. <laughs> song is absolutely goaded. Uh, anyways, continue. Brandon, but, but it's all about the remix with uh, Billy Ray. Well, obviously, but then you also oh, got to add on top the one with a uh, little with Thug, Thugger and the Walmart kid. Oh, yes, 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 yes. The that's Yodel the, kid. That, that's, Mason Ramsey. Mason Ramsey, yeah. which he's by the way, a, he's making a comeback on the TikTok. Hey, bro, before I knew it is a fucking banger. I put that song unironically in my playlist and I all jam out to it every once in a while. All right. My, my bangers. All right, Dominic, this is your, your time to shine. Bruce's time to shine because we are <clears> going <throat> on into the fan mail segment. Otherwise known as. And friends. Sorry, a little slow on the trigger there. Uh, we do have a, a bunch of different questions from oh. uh, from the Instagram. None from Tygunny twenty seven. Ironically, I wonder why. I wonder uh, why. Now that he's on the now that he's on the podcast, he, he, he asks his own ask questions live. He can't ask questions to, to his own podcast now. I mean, definitely. I mean, Haley Haley hasn't asked us a question in a while. Yeah. Just I decline. I decline to comment. Uh, so let's go over to J Row. Johnny Roca has the uh, a few questions. Uh, just one. Well first question he sent in on wednesday uh, he just heard about the new home run derby x event what is this and can you elaborate on what more it is and honestly jero i saw it kind of glanced at it did not really see anything else about it until you texted me or sent in the question so i did my own little research and it's basically like a, 
a world tour kind of Harlem Globetrotter type event where old baseball players go up on a stage and like fucking hit dingers pretty much just trying to grow the game. I don't know what it's going to look like, if it's going to be successful whatsoever, but uh, that, that's pretty much what it is. Just like a, a traveling circus for the MOB. I, I heard something about like there they were going to be like teams of four and, and something about social media influencers and things like that. Is that, is that true or am I just, I, I mean, it, it probably is true. I just kind of saw more of the like, I have I no idea Johnny, what you're talking about. I think like Johnny Gomes, Adrian uh, Gonzalez is kind of a part of it. So there is going to be Bobby you know, um, maybe. I think there will be some uh, some veteran players, but I think there will be some celebrity celebrity involvement as well. Yeah, I I, I seen the uh, the little teaser video that that MLB posted out, and I was just like, I I'm so confused. I, it almost it almost made me just pass out because of all the flashing lights and stuff. And I thought I was gonna have a epileptic fit, but then uh, yeah, that shit was that shit was wild. I have no idea what what this home run derby X thing is. Don't trigger me. Then uh, Johnny's, I guess, like kind of official questions he uh asked what it is april 1st happy april fool's day everybody what was the worst april fool's day or just any prank played on you um i'll be honest i don't really remember a prank being pulled on me mine was today when Uh-oh. our coworker bought us a sandwich he said oh you wanted mayonnaise and i said no and he said oh there's mayonnaise on it hell of a prank really got you i, I thought you were gonna say what you actually fell for for april fool's day which was thinking that julian edelman actually signed <laughs> with the buccaneers <laughs> he, I, don't, he, I don't know what you're talking about i played the fifth he, he turned to me at one point and he goes oh my god dude julian edelman no, just signed I, with the box you start telling the fucking truth on this pot we tell the truth motherfucker i'm telling I said, the truth i said what the fuck edelman went to the fucking bucks and you were like how how can this happen and how is this like, possible said, and then Dom- you're like dominic do you not know what dude is i'm like oh yeah fuck <laughs> Fucking! He, I did he, see. He uh, LeBron, did, so you, did you did you see a uh, LeBron James tweet where he did a the stupidest April Fool's prank where he was like, "Oh, oh. I'm I'm gonna miss the rest of the season. Peace out, y'all. King emoji, peace emoji." And then like the top comment, he didn't get ratioed, but he pretty much got ratioed where he was like, "Fool, you're like ten games under 500. You're gonna miss the playoffs, so you're gonna miss the season anyways." And that was <laughs> not a not a not a good tweet from LeBron. I don't know what he was thinking, but I thought that was. Hilarious. You know what? You know what? Maybe Adriana was playing an April Fool's joke on me when she said, "I I, she rem- I remind her of Bobby Lee." I wasn't gonna bring that up, but you brought it up. Well, but uh, maybe maybe it was a joke. That no, that was that was mm. real life shit right there, brother. I. Mm. I got compared to Theo Vaughn and they were like, that makes Dominic Bobby Lee. And it just fit too well. It fit too well. Who does that make Brandon? That's a good question. Mm. Mm. That'd be Bobby Lee. Cause usually I just, you know, I'm your, uh, I'm your friend that could just be any ethnicity. I'm like, kind of like the rock. I can be white, Mexican, Asian. I haven't gotten black yet. Still working on that one. Once, once, no. Hold on your pants. We'll see. I'll stop myself. This is I'm this probably is Bobby podcast. Lee. So then, okay. So then, yeah, I see. I agree with that. Brandon's Bobby Lee. So what does that make me? Makes me Bert. No, 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 no. The, the third, the third chair, the third person that she brought up was Chris D'Elia. So I don't think you want to be Chris D'Elia. Fine. I'll be Bobby. There you go. Okay. If we're the yak, who's, uh, who are we? If we're, if we're going yak, um, no, Dominic is obviously BFW. <laughs> yeah, I mean, out, uh, got the new ad today. Congratulations! Shout out, shout out, shout out in um, Dallas for WrestleMania. Well, everyone's yeah. in Louisiana. Um, you gotta explain to me who this BFW guy is because you know, this, this Brandon is Brandon fucking Walker. Is he cool? 
No. He's a fucking asshole. He's a fucking asshole, and we all and everybody makes fun of him. You ain't wrong there, then. So um I don't know who I, th- I think that I think you're big cat over there, cheese, just because uh, your gambling habits. Call him little cat. Cooking up a game of the year. And I think I I'm either Nick or KB because either of those guys are the funniest people on the yak, and obviously. Wow, know. I thought we I thought we could both be KB and Nick. It's fine. I mean that's fine. That's fine. Too, and Dominic you... is our Owen. Yes. There we go. I don't yeah, like that this actually because makes sense. I, because. Owen sounds like he's a little bitch and fucking just Owen's know. fucking cool as fuck, dog. Right. He doesn't, he doesn't say a lot, but you know, he's cool. When he when he does, it's got meaning to it. I just want I do want to say that uh Dominic told me the other day that uh there'd be no yak talk on this oh. podcast, and I love the fact that there's already yak talk, so it's perfect. Sorry, sorry. Bro, that's all that's all this motherfucker does at work now is he he puts his phone up, listens to the yak, and then you know he just sits on the fucking on the boss's chair. Sits in the boss's chair and watches the yak, and I'm over here busting my ass. Pisses me off. It's because I got my shit done already. I'm four weeks behind on. Well, I was four weeks behind on the yak, but then I started watching at uh, at work, and now I'm I'm almost caught up. See, Brandon, you can come work with us. You can watch the yak. Oh, it goes fucking nipples. Goddamn. Anyways, um, come watch the yak, and you know, just those know. are Tyler's nipples, not uh, no one else's nipples. Just don't hey, anyone thank you, your nipples. Thank you for clarifying. Or yeah, it could be anyone's nipples. nipples. Come here. Who's your nipples? Come here, boy. Uh, he does the mascot know. have nipples? He has a penis. I mean, I hope he does. I know he don't. He don't got balls, but he should have a penis. Runs in the family. Uh, continue on with the April Fool's pranks. Uh, have you guys ever pulled any April Fool's jokes? Yeah, little jokesters. I, I, I say jokes all the time. But what about on April 1st? You little jester. Gesture. Oh. So I remember. Okay. No, but. I guess the question is on April 1st. No, 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 no. I absolutely despise April Fool's and April Fool's jokes. So it's just kind of like, ah, I'll do jokes every other day of the year. It's just all the same. It's just someone lies. And then it's like, oh, April Fool's. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, exactly. Not a big right. fan. Moving on to April 2nd. Oh. April 2nd, if you did not know, is National Peanut Butter and Jelly Day. Are you guys a big fan of the old PB&J? Uh, yes, uh, not a go-to, but you know, I do, I do it's like a it. fucking cl- That's what that's... kept me alive while I worked at AT and T. Peanut butter and jelly. PB and J's are are America's food. They're they're god. They're a godsend. But the question is, the question now, the question I have. There's to more answer. questions. There are more questions, Dominic. So calm the fuck down. Rega- Wait, wait no, no, hang on, two, hang on. Regarding two PB and J's, though. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So, if so, what bread do you prefer? Oof. Wheat. I, I put wheat on pretty much any sandwich like that or any sandwich I make at home. It's all wheat. But if I go out, as Dominic knows today, we got sandwiches for lunch. I'm a sourdough guy, but sourdough and, and PBJ do don't mix. No, no. I mean, I agree. Wheat has pretty much been the bread of choice in this household for the 27 years I've been alive. But, uh, you know, I got some good old wonder bread. I was going to say good old though, white bread, a good white bread sandwich every once in a while. I mean, you know, what's good is. Oral wheats like Texas toast one where it's like it's like their version of white bread. It's even better. Okay. Uh which flavor jelly do you like? Probably like either a grape or a strawberry, but probably grape, grape. is the go. 
Oh yeah, nice Concord grape, brother. What oh, the buddy. fuck? What the hell kind of what, what kind, kind of jellies you be getting? What kind of PB and J are you doing, Dominic? Strawberry all day, every day. I mean, I'm not against strawberry, but like, show me love to strawberry. The go-to but is grape. buried grape. I mean, you're not gonna like my second choice. What is your second choice? Peach, apricot. Ugh. You're sick. No, you guys are fucking weird. You uh, creamy or crunchy? Creamy, creamy. peanut butter all day long. Creamy. I'm not. I hate crunchy peanut butter. If you put your dick in crunchy peanut butter, it hurts. And how would you know this? <laughs> Ask Oreo. Yeah. I I don't know if I say I prefer crunchy, but I don't hate it like these people do. I hate it. Yeah, no. Uh, do you add a third ingredient to your PB and J? Any never any sauces? I any I don't add a third ingredient, sauces. but but I will say this: your brother kind of taught me this cheese a little bit. Oh, I thought Ian taught taught you this. Yeah, yeah me and Ian <laughs> go way back. Um, but he he one morning after staying the night at the house, uh, he woke He's up and he he made waffles and then he put peanut butter and jelly in between it and i was like that's pretty dope but then i just started toasting my bread and making toasted peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and that shit hits different okay you so it's not an extra ingredient but it's just an extra step that i like to do for you've been sleeping under a rock because i've been doing that for years but i i want to i want to propose a challenge to johnny to you brandon and to you tyler you ready I'm not sticking my dick in crunchy peanut butter. Dominic. <laughs> no. Um, when I was, you know, maybe fifth grade, sixth grade, whatever. Um, I was challenged to eat a peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwich. It was legitimately good. I mean, I would do that right now, to be honest, but fucking do it. I don't it, think we do. We have peanut butter here. <sighs> I didn't. I didn't hit. <laughs> Damn! I didn't know you're uh, rooming with Evan Dore. Shout out to Evan Dore. That's oh, a, no one even get. Travis won't even get that reference because well, I, I guess he did go to middle school. I don't know if Evan Dore was blowing the trumpet like he did back in Bill Ray. Good times. Good times. Did you ever? Did you? Do you have peanut butter and mayonnaise? Babe, do we have peanut butter and mayonnaise here? All right. Would you make? But I know this is gonna sound disgusting. But would you, would you make me at least half a peanut butter and, and mayonnaise sandwich? No. I was told no. Damn. Hate to see it. Hate to see it. Hate to see it. Maybe maybe afterwards I'll do it myself. Yeah. I mean, that'll like be I some said, shoulder. That'll be shoulder content. Yeah. Maybe that maybe that can be a weekly segment. Is like random snacks that you know we try or something. Throwing it up. Mm, just Dominic wants to eat. That's pretty much I, what he's saying. Yeah. Is there more peanut butter and jelly questions, cheese? Uh, no, we are done with Johnny. Rupert well, well I I had a question. Um, do we have what's our stance on pre-mixed peanut butter and jelly? The Smucker's pre-mixed stuff. OK, well, OK, hang on. Before you answer that, hang on. The question I was going to ask was, does the Smucker's uh, made sandwiches? How do we stand on that? The Uncrustables. Uncrustables. Yes. Dogs? Those are great are you, headers. Are you going to going to bury Uncrustables? No, I, I, would, no, I, I I've, I've only had like one in my whole life. I would say, I mean, I've had some. I like them, but uh, usually when they're in my house, they're gone very quickly because of somebody 
What do you mean you've only had one in your life? Deadass. I've only had like one in my whole life. One Smucker's Uncrustable in I, your entire life. I. It was either you make it yourself or don't eat anything. My my mother and father never bought them. I'm, I think the I'm only so time sorry. I had them was because I think this, the studio audience brought them home from work one day. She said, you want one? I'm like, yeah, fuck it. And I was like, this is fucking amazing. I could I could house at least four of them. So as I asked, Smucker's Premixed, how, what's your thoughts it. on that? Never had it. I had it, I think, like when it first kind of came out. So this was what, like 10, 15 years ago. So it's it's been a while. Not the biggest fan because I like to be in control. I like to have, you know, a lot of peanut butter and a lot of jelly. Maybe go, well, you know, it's, it's how I'm feeling that day. Maybe I want more jelly. Maybe I want more peanut butter. So I don't want the man to tell me what my ratio should be. So, yeah, I'm with you on that. I, I'm... If I have the Smucker's mixed jar, I just eat that shit by the spoon. I won't even like put it on bread. I'll just I'll just take that shit to the face. But I'm with you, cheese. It's all about the ratios. It's all about the ratios when you're making a PB and J. Thank you, Johnny, for the uh, PB and J questions. Uh, then we get what's uh what's his official at Joshua underscore Guma fifteen. Follow him on Instagram. Yeah, this is like fucking four weeks in a row. I'm proud of him. Sends in a question. He's a, a weekly listener. Well, yeah, that respect, homie. Respect, homie. Uh, so Tyler on a podcast that shall not be named named his best and favorite movies. Uh, what are your guys's favorite and best top three WrestleMania matches? Ooh, son so, of this bitch. Do- so this doesn't have to be so technically this could be six, could be three, four, whatever you want. Just because it's your favorite doesn't mean it has to be the best, and vice versa. So so we're doing two lists here: a top three favorite, a top three best, or we're combining. We'll do two. Two lists. Okay, okay, okay. Somebody else go first. I got of what again? I will, I will be honest. I read this, and I didn't see the matches, so I thought it was WrestleManias, but they're pretty similar in terms of, you know, my favorites. So My favorite I, WrestleMania, my favorite matches. Okay, I got to think. Sorry, go ahead. It's just matches, Dominic. Just matches. Oh, just matches. Oh, it's, don't it's, it's your favorite and what you think is the best of oh. the WrestleMania matches. So two different lists. All right, so my favorite, I think those are probably easier. My favorite WrestleMania matches would have to be Brock and Roman at 31, uh, Triple H, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, Hell in a Cell at 28, and then number three, uh, probably Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, 26. I said it, 26 is better than 25, but I will put the 25 match as like the best so I'll put the 25 match as the best WrestleMania match. Um, I'll also put uh, Savage. You know, I'll put Hogan Andre instead of Savage Dean, but just because of what it meant monetarily and what it drew and what it means to WrestleMania. And then the best WrestleMania matches. The last one would be Rock or not rock, uh, Stone Cold and Bret Hart at WrestleMania 13 with the double turn. So there it is. So my three, my favorite 31 with Brock and Roman, 26, Undertaker and Sean, 28, Triple H and Undertaker. Then the best, Hogan, Andre, Austin, or Austin, Bret, and then 25 with. Undertaker and uh, Shawn Michaels as Undertaker just uh, is getting inducted to the Hall of Fame right now. 
Love to see it. Love to see it. Um, I just realized while going over my favorite, I'm a sucker for ladder matches. So um, I'm going to have to go with the, the triple threat tag team, uh, Hardy boys, fucking Dudley boys. And, uh, and the, and uh, edge and Christian, which was what WrestleMania 20 or no 20, 19. Which actually, there's actually two. Yeah, you gotta. You, which one do you want? I can't remember. There's two thousand, and then there's seventeen. Is it the one where Jeff gets speared from Edge? Yeah, he's hanging. Then it's seventeen. Yes. Seventeen. Thank you. Uh, there's that one. Then it would be the WrestleMania twenty, WrestleMania twenty one Money in the Bank match. Uh, has some of my favorite wrestlers of all time in that match. I wonder and, who. You know which you, you know who's up in that bitch. I know. And then also another ladder match, it would be the WrestleMania 23 Money in the Bank match, aka a WrestleMania that we just don't talk about. And then three of the best that I think are, are some of the best matches. Uh the Daniel Bryan, Triple H, and uh Randy Orton triple threat from WrestleMania 30. Um, the match never happened. Or sorry, it was Randy. It was you're just combining Orton, matches. It was Randy Orton Batista. There we go. Sorry, sorry, Randy Orton Batista, Daniel Bryan. I just remember Triple H coming out, or Triple H faced Daniel Bryan earlier in the in the night. There That's we go. Happened. Tyler's getting the wrestling. I'm getting rust there. off. Yeah, I'm I'm knocking the ring rust. All right. Um, I also agree. WrestleMania 25. Uh, Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker is the better match, but I do enjoy 26 more. And then also, I don't remember which WrestleMania it was. It might have been 18 or 19, but it was The Rock, and it was Stone Cold uh, main event. Which one was it? Well, if it's the main refresh? event, then that'd be 17. Was that 17 as well? Okay, 17. Right, get your shit together. I was getting, on, I'm trying to get, the, again, we're knocking the ring rust off. Those are my three. Three for each. Oh, God damn it. Um, let's see. <clears throat> ladder see. match 2000, ladder match 17, Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy 25. You're a fucking Sting bitch. Triple H. Still a bitch. Yeah, I, I, I like the Sting get, get Triple H match. There. Okay. I do agree with Tyler. 17 ladder match was probably, you know, one of the best ladder matches in WrestleMania history, if not all ladder matches in history. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm I'm a sucker for an instant classic, as one would say. That is Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero at WrestleMania 21. I feel like uh, they really, you know, tore down the house. First match of the night. And uh, let's see, number three, something I can watch constantly. Hmm. 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 Let's get us a little bit of uh, Rock Hogan action. I, I I can, you know, Hollywood Hulk Hogan versus, you know, the most electrifying man in sports entertainment, The Rock. That was a good one. Um, and now what's that? What's the other part? The best. Out of those three, what's the best? Oh, no, you're Jesus, Dominic. Come on. What you think? What you think is the best three matches in WrestleMania history? Uh, I agree with Brandon, Andre, and. And Hulk has to be there just because of what that match did for the business. Um, Shawn Michaels, Rizzo Ramon, 
RIP, rest in peace, Scott Hall, love you, buddy. And um, and probably Brock Taker rounding it out. You have Brock Taker at 30 being one of the best Mania matches of all time. Yes, just because of the the disbelief it left everybody. I would say moment, maybe not match, but definitely moment. Yeah. Uh, no, I I mean, dude, the match Taker was almost, a ba- the match Taker was almost a died. Come on, that's great. The dead man he's, almost he's, died he's, again. Taker's just about to stand on the middle of this ring for like 50 minutes, just not saying anything. Did 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 Taker go out on his motorcycle? No, he's he should have all black. He's got his hair in a braid. Do would I get crucified for saying my favorite version of Taker was American Badass Taker? No, we stand American Badass Taker. Okay, here. thank God, thank God. It's just the lead singer of the song. We don't, we don't respect. Uh, we, we love Fred Durst around here. Yeah, what? What do you got against Fred well, Durst? Wasn't the original? We don't get. We don't talk about that one. We don't. The, uh, the original. We, we keep on rolling, baby. Oh, okay. I thought. I thought. Yeah. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. But I will say that Kid Rock little vignette they put for Stone Cold on Raw, which I know none of you probably saw, is fucking amazing. I don't care. I still love Kid Rock. Just on that. It, well, it was Ball with the Ball, so, you know, it was actually one of his good songs. And you pair that with some Stone Cold highlights, yep. you got me. I'll watch that all day. It's, you could put a, a two-hour compilation and it would be Ball with the Ball constantly. I'm all in. All right, that's it for the Instagram hey, questions. Hey. Uh, Moving on over to Mr. X's questions. Okay. Now, Tyler, you're not used to this, okay? So, you know, just, just you know, I don't know if you, I'm just going to go along like you know it. If you need help, just, just shout out. Okay, buddy? Sounds okay. good. Thank you. He says, uh, first of all, happy Mania weekend. Happy Mania weekend. I've not been keeping up on the uh, the indie matches. Did see Samoa Joe did show yep, up at our I was going to say that. Joe is now... Well, that, that's what I don't understand. Before we could, before, 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 Sorry, before. Mr. X. So does um, it make him all elite? That that's that's what it is. It says Shimojo is all elite. Uh, what all elite? <laughs> he's all he's all elite. He, Dominic's still thinking about PB and J's. He's all elite, but he's on Ring of Honor. So is I mean I know AW owns it, whatever. But like, is is he elite or is he honor? Pretty much, are we are we gonna see Samoa Joe popping up on on AEW now, or is this or is he? Come on, Brandon, we need to know. Yeah, can you let I us know? Go, Brandon. Things? I have no clue. Okay, I'm trying to look. I on Instagram, You're AEW expert. R O H or AEW didn't put anything, so I don't know. I mean, I saw Tony Khan say, but whatever. Okay, whatever. If Tony Khan said he's all elite, then I mean, I haven't seen a graphic yet. No, that's, no, that's no, official. Dominic, Dominic, Tony Khan said he's all elite. Oh, so we got to wrap up. We got a Samoan. Oh, I got a. Uh, what are you talking about? There's a graphic right there. Yeah, so he's all elite. Yeah, I asked for the graphic. You didn't say anything. I playback. I said it. Anyways, <clears throat> does the newest member of the team feel any added pressure being a permanent member of a world famous podcast now? Tyler, no pressure, but Oof. do you feel the pressure? The The pressure, I could feel it on the shoulders. I know. Uh, kind of in reference to that former shitty podcast I used to do, you know, yeah. compared quality level. Oh, yeah. Just so much higher. So that means I got to really step my game up. Yeah. And of course, part of the contract is is a, a performance evaluation. 
to see what my compensation will be per episode. So I really got to bring my A game every week. Exactly. But I, I have a feeling that I'm going to bring some good commentary, some good laughs. And, and Mr. X, I'm excited to hear your questions every single week. Okay. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure he appreciates that. Okay. Actually, actually, I'm excited to get to answer because I hear your questions every single week and I answer to myself, but now I get to answer to you. Well, Follow Mr. X on Instagram. You just put out uh, some cool new merch, collabing. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Mr. X making moves at WrestleMania weekend. Shout out. Shout out. Anyways, shout next shout question. Out, shout out. Shut up, Tyler. God I'm, damn it. I'm sorry. Know your role, you jabroni. Anyways. <clears throat> next question. I'm not sure how familiar you are with Hunter Green, but is he the pitcher the Reds have been waiting for since they made him a member of the roster this season after spending the last several years in the minor league system? So I'm not super familiar. Luckily, I think he's been on some like MLB the show stuff. So that's kind of how I know like prospects and stuff. But from everything what I've heard, from what I've seen, he's you know flamethrower. He uh I think he's gonna be he's gonna fit right in. Unfortunately, the Reds aren't doing too much right now, so I don't think uh you know it, he's gonna elevate them to make a playoff spot by any means, but at least you got you know a superstar pitching prospect, which is something we can't really say right now in Oakland. Yeah, it's 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 very exciting times for for them Cincinnati Reds. I'm hearing uh, Hunter Green's going to get, I believe they were saying like April, April 9th or April some April 12th or something like that. He was going to make his his uh, debut in the MLB. So very exciting stuff going on over there. I like the talent, and I do believe that uh, he will be a a future superstar for the Cincinnati Reds. I think Hunter Green. First of all, he spelled green wrong. It's G-R-E-E-N. That's, where he gets the extra E. That's how he spells it, Dominic. That's how he spells his name. That's you've, never, you've never seen a greenie? I'm making a joke, you dicks. Why you guys well, take care Dominic, so when, you, when you say you don't understand something... We just assume you don't understand. Yeah. You guys are a bunch of assholes. Dominic, uh, I don't know if Mr. X knows this, but Dominic was shitting on Bronson Arroyo at work the other day. Oh. So just thought I'd put that out Shut there. up, Tyler. That's it. K-Fabe, K-Fabe. We'll talk conversation later. I just, I, I, you, I might, you might owe me something now. I have a question for Mr. X. I, I'm really curious on his thoughts on Bronson Arroyo because I was a big Bronson Arroyo guy. I loved the leg kick and things like that. And he was also a Boston Red Sox, uh, which for the people out there who don't know, I was a Reds. I, I did enjoy the Red Sox growing up. I think um, great no, lettuce. Nobody gives a shit. Great lettuce great, on him. Great, great, great lettuce. So I, I, I want to know Mr. X's thoughts on Bronson Arroyo. Well, you should email him then, you bitch. I hate you. I'm sorry, Dominic. You know what? This is why we shouldn't have brought him on. This is your idea, Brandon. Jesus. The contract was not my idea. I'm just going to put it out there. That's lies. I might have wrote it up. It's not that, my idea. Does that mean you didn't really want me cheese? No, it just I didn't have the, the lovely idea of this. <laughs> it's okay. That's fine. It's a great idea. Mr. X already loves you more than me. Some bullshit. Damn. It sounds and, like your sounds like your job. <laughs> oh, I didn't want to say it. Yeah, better beat your fucking mic, you little bitch. I'll kick your ass. I'll drive over to you. Yeah, shut your camera off, you little bitch. <laughs> Ugly ass motherfucker. I don't want to stare at your face right now. Some fucking bullshit. Got fucking getting ridiculed every day, all day. Bullshit. Anyways, let's get back to Mr. X's because it's his NHL update of the year. Yeah, that's one thing you're never going to get to do is a fucking jingle. It's in the contract. No jingles from you. Anyways. In the 
NHL, no changes to report at the top of the standings. In playoff news, several teams have already been laminated from the chase, including the newest team in the league, the Seattle Kraken, who had a dismissal inaugural season. Oh, dismal inaugural season. Sorry, can't read. <clears throat> My Ducks, quack quack, appear to be on the brink of being eliminated from postseason contention as they slip into the seventh place in the Pacific. Tyler, you're a, a, a wannabe hockey fan. What, how do you feel about uh, the Ducks? Quack, quack. Quack, quack, motherfucker. That's how I feel. Every okay. time, every time, quack, it gets said, every time it gets said on this podcast, it, it brings a smile to my face. I love it Thank you. every single time. Um, it, it's basically. Tyler, did you see the new Mighty Ducks series quack, quack. on Disney Plus? No, I did not. It's I'm probably not, the best. I'm not a Mighty Ducks guy. Oh, you're not a Mighty. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm probably going to get hated for that. But Damn, yeah, Mr. X just Ducks. turned on you now. Yep. I'm sorry, Mr. He probably, he probably is loving you, asking you about Bronson Arroyo. You asking him about Bronson Arroyo and how I was shitting on him. But now you don't like the Mighty Ducks? You're a piece of shit. I am. I, I, I tend to agree. I am. Okay, so you're not going to talk about uh, I, I I know nothing about hockey. I you're talking to Rich about it. I The only thing I brought up with our coworker, Rich, who is a hockey guy, was uh, he was talking about the um, – who was it? Tampa Bay Lightning possibly winning it all again. And I was like, oh, three, uh, three peed for him. Is that the first time in, in NHL history that happened? And then he gave me a history lesson of that it's not. And that's that's the extent of my hockey. Was knowledge. it basically like back in the day when there's like eight teams, the Red Wings just won it every year? Well, he was saying that it, in the 90s, 90s or 80s when Gretzky was playing, one of his teams, I think it might have been Edmonton, uh, had won like four in a row or some shit like that. And then, yeah, just... By the way, I mentioned to our coworker, Brennan, you said you would carve him up. He said, bring it on. He's a former Navy SEAL. He'd probably probably murder you. Yeah. Is that the guy who I challenged to roller hockey? Yes. He said, see me on the ice, bitch. I I specifically said roller hockey. I am a Keenan Thompson type hockey player. Anyways, on to some wrestling. Oh, sorry. Mm, I forgot the first word sentence or question, whatever. What are we expecting, if anything, from Ring of Honor's return tonight with Supercard of Honor? Uh, Samoa Joe's going to show up. Oh, I got a feeling. Yep, hundred percent, hundred percent. I think FT- you guys are. I think you guys are wrong. I don't think. I don't think Samoa Joe shows up. Uh, FTR wins the the tag titles. Do they win the tag titles? I don't even know. I think you need to get off your phone. And stop cheating, little fucking bitch. Anyways, is this a good look for AEW? Saying they're cutting some talent due to budget cuts. After all the criticism WWE received for claiming the same reason they let talent go, I think it's just a fucking, you know, little little poke, little fun to make fun of them. I think it is ironic that it, you know they say budget cuts, but W or AEW is not a publicly traded company. We don't see their books. We don't know exactly what their profits are. I think they pretty much ran, you know, in the in the red or very in the black these first couple of years. So, and that roster is so bloated that I think, you know, kind of getting rid of some of those original talent from two years ago that they're not going to use or three years ago, that's not going to use anymore. I mean, it makes sense. So I mean, Cody's gone. That, that was probably the biggest contract. So we talking about Marco stunt and Joey Janela were making fat stacks in AEW. Right. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm a stupid wrestling fan, so for me, it's, uh, 
if if for all the people out there listening, uh, when I talk wrestling, it's not going to be intelligent like these fine fine gentlemen. He is the Brandon fucking Walker of this podcast. Exactly, exactly. So I can't, um, I can't. All all I have to say is that like for me, you know, AEW gets a little bit of a pass. WWE has been this big entity for a long time, and and claiming budget cuts and for WWE is kind of bullshit. We know Vince McMahon is this billionaire and all this and we, and tony khan obviously has a lot of money too but i just think he he gets a little bit more of a pass being a newer company okay 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 love to see it lastly this is a question for all of us and i'll i'll have brandon go and then i'll go and tell go okay with all their answers what do you think will be the best match from this year's wrestlemania best match well you said you're going first dominic i said you me then tyler you dumb i don't fuck. pay attention to you i uh, could have sworn you said that you were going to go first then cheese and me but okay you. fine i'll go first then you motherfuckers jesus christ i think the best match we're doing both like all in just, general just, or... just pick one you know, fuck you guys you know what i don't like your attitude you're asking a question i was answering your question fucking bitch um best matches here I mean, I for some weird reason, I really want the Knoxville and Sami Zayn match to be really fun and entertaining. But I'm I know it's not. So I will go with. You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna go with Brock and Roman. I think Brock is having the time of his life, so he's going to want to put on a great match with Roman this year. So I'll go with Brock Roman. Yeah, that's kind of where I was leaning towards. I was probably going to go with Brock and Roman just because it is by far and away the biggest match on the show. Um, I like Edge and AJ. I think, you know, technically they can have a really good match. Uh, Bianca and Becky can be fun. Uh, so, you know, those are kind of my top contenders, but I do think just because of the story and everything surrounding it, I will go with Brock and Roman as well. As long as, you know, given the time and they actually do something intriguing. So for me... It was a toss-up. It's a toss-up, but with a little caveat. So it's between the Edge and AJ match and the Becky Lynch and the Bianca Belair match. I think, I think the women have been lighting it up the last few years at WrestleMania, putting on some really, really good matches. And I think Edge and AJ, I think they have the potential. Edge getting up there in age and AJ also being a little older, kind of a little scary, but I think they still got enough in the tank to put on a good show. My little caveat as if Seth Rollins versus to be determined if it doesn't turn out to be um fucking you just said is cody rhodes i think it becomes a good match just because it's so expected that if they go a different route and it becomes unexpected i think i would love it more okay well that is it for mr x's questions if you want to be like mr x curve ball ncs at gmail.com please feel free to email us Feel free. You can even go on Twitter, Curveballs and see us. Facebook, Curveballs and Share Shots. YouTube, Curveballs and Share Shots. TikTok, Curveballs and see us. Is that what it is? She's or Yes. Okay. And, uh, you know, well, you know, we have a third member now. Maybe a third member can, uh, you know, get on a social media platform and uh, spread the word. I was about to put it up in the, in the bio. I was going to put it by the end of this episode that I am now, you know, third mic on Curveballs and Share Shots. There you go. Could I get you a link tree? Yes, that's what I'm talking about. All right, let's quickly just kind of go over AEW Dynamite a little bit. Uh, Punk, CM Punk has another 
singles match this time against Max Caster. Uh, Caster, you know, 10 seconds in, got her first Will Smith reference. Love to see it. Uh, Punk gets the win. A uh, good match, probably not as good as last week's with Dax, uh, but then Tony Schiavone gets in the ring with him, asks him a question. Punk just pretty much short and sweet to the point, says he wants to be champion. So uh, whether it's Hangman, whichever Adam it shall be, it looks as though Punk is going to challenge him for the title. I mean, you know, I totally saw this match, you know, as you've seen every single match in AW history. Actually, I did see this match, though. We did. We, we watched this match together, Dominic. On lunch, yeah. Yep, on lunch. Yeah, that's what we do. Yep, we watch so, wrestling on lunches. They don't kiss every time, geez. Um, Just sometimes. Yeah. Most I know. I, um, I thought it was an okay match. I think uh, the acclaim are kind of just mo- more of a, a shtick, you know, kind of just there to, you know, get the cheap. What are you scissoring? Oh, oh, sorry. sorry that, that's sorry. a gimmick. They like to the scissor. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, but uh, yeah, he threw me off. I was just like, Phew, that's going to be fun tonight. Go ahead, Tyler. You're going to say something? I was going to say that the, the Acclaim give off big Enzo and big Cass energy. Just kind of that same thing of, of just being, being a shtick. Want, people want to hear the shtick. Don't yeah. give a fuck about the marriage. Exactly. exactly. I have to agree with you. Wow. That was beautiful, Dominic. Can't believe you agreed. Uh, we get the Blackpool Combat Club. I say it slowly. Uh, they each have singles matches. John Moxley beating Jay Lethal and Danielson beating Wheeler Yuta. Uh, didn't exactly get an answer, I don't think, about Wheeler Yuta and what he's going to be doing if he's going to join uh, the club. But two strong singles matches. Both guys win. Uh, Lethal once again loses two weeks in a row. I think maybe he's teasing a heel turn or something. Eh. I don't know, but, you know, just eh. get your two top guys on the show. I liked yeah. it. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, get your two top guys over, which already over. And speaking of top guys, we got FTR there in a match against the ass boys. And FTR gets the dub ski uh, continuing with the slow burn face turn of FTR. Uh, backstage problem with MJF. They kind of you know, didn't agree, kind of nonchalant. And then they get in a little verbal spat, uh, kind of siding with Wardlow, but still kind of being with MJF at the end of the day. So uh, continuing with this FTR face turn, which is going to culminate against MJF, or then they also are going to have a match against the Young Bucks soon. Okay. I mean, I... I know the Young Bucks are really living up the whole heel thing, but like, I much really would enjoy the FTR to stay heels and have Young Bucks faces. I'm just saying. That's just how I... Yeah, I, l- I like FTR as heels more than than seeing them as as faces. I, yeah. I have to I have to agree with Dominic again. Oh, we're, fuck. Me, me and Dominic on our wrestling takes, we're just, we're just we're basically the same person. Oh, God. It's like yes. you and him are base of sports the same and you know you and me are wrestling. we're just one big human centipede circle yeah that god that's, that's the second se- that is the second human centipede reference this week that is not cool yes yeah, the first one i was talking about the human centipede movies at work nice yes, yes. how did this come up how did human well, centipede just if, doesn't casually get brought you, up all the time if you'd like to know we were talking movies and my coworker <laughs> had, had said that pearl no, Harbor no, is a top not, 20 work movie just a top 20 movie of all time it's not coker that is our manager oh, sorry, said our manager. pearl harbor one of the best movies of all time and i'm like mm, the first like hour that's about it but this is not a movie podcast any any podcast that talks movies is a piece of shit 
I mean, we, we you can you know. Brandon, do you have a favorite movie? Nah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> My favorite movie is uh, is the best in the world, the CM Punk documentary. No, it's Girl on the Third Floor. Max, shout out Max Castor. He uh, didn't do a Girl on the Third Floor reference, but he did bury all of CM Punk's movies, which I did get a chuckle at. Love to see it. Love to see it. Uh, we get the Undisputed Era, whatever the hell they're called. They uh, stole all the titles. They have a little celebration. Then uh, they lose the titles back, or they champs get the titles back. So continuing with the feud, uh, when do you think we're actually going to get the Adam Adam match? I know Battle of the Belts is in two weeks. Is that taking place? Even though I think it's taped, so I think it'd probably be better if they did it on a dynamite because it's live. No, it, it doesn't really fucking matter. You know, it's going to be CM Punk versus Adam Page because, oh no, I, I don't think they're going to give it to Adam Cole. I think it'd be real, in my opinion, sleazeball to give it to Adam Cole just to have Punk beat Adam Cole. I think, I think you have Adam Page hold it, and then. You know, that's where, you know, you'll get Kenny Omega and CM Punk for the world title in next year's Double or Nothing. Not this year's, but next year's. Next year's. Okay, you're really booking on long term. Yeah, boy. Get get them on the writing. Get them on the staff. Yep. Uh, Thunder Rosa finally actually gets to talk. She doesn't get blindsided by Vicky and uh, Nyla Rose. So she uh, cuts a promo. I thought it was good. You know, Thunder Rosa is not exactly the best talk in the world, but I thought she had some good fire. It was a good first step. I kind of wish this happened last week, but yeah, back on the right track, I guess. Tyler, what's your thoughts on Thunder Rose? I, I don't think we really talk about her all that often. Uh, I don't really get to talk talk about her very much, but uh, I agree. I thought she uh, she had a pretty good promo, and I thought I thought it went well. I thought it went well. So good for, good for her. Good to see see her as champion. If anybody was going to take the belt off Britt Baker, I, I'm glad it was Thunder Rosa. See, and I. Agree with Tyler. Is that is that your stomach gurgling, Dominic? You know that that was, that was the weird sound where like it was gonna be a burp, but it just like stopped mid throat. Got you, got you. You know, you. so it's just like I just wasn't sure if your mm. microphone was just too close to your belly. I mean, you call me fat? No, because my as you can see, my just microphone. Keep the camera is... there. That's, that's... Sure thing, buddy. Anyways. We get a qualifier for the Owen Hart Foundation Women's <laughs> Tournament thing. Uh, the bunny takes on TBD, and that ends up being old Tony Storm. It's Tony time. And, I got a hot uh, take. Oh, uh, Storm gets the win over the bunny, Dominic. I am severely disappointed in Tony Storm. I feel like she took the easy way out. And being like, oh, I'm just going to go home. I can't do it. Poor me. Uh, she could have just stuck it out. She could have been a big fucking star in WWE because people fucking loved her. And they wanted her to be champion. And all she had to do was play ball and fucking just put her boots on and get in the fucking ring. But no, she had to be fucking all like, oh, I don't want it. It's too hard. But yet she shows up in AEW. She's like, oh, I'm fucking back, bitches. Fucking I'm disappointed in her. And I'm not going to be a fan of hers in AEW at all. So when she was in WWE, when did she exactly get like an opportunity? She got the call up. They gave her video packages and then she didn't show up and then she showed up and then she was like random tag team partner with Shotzi, I think. And then that was it. Uh, and then she was going into a feud with Charlotte. That's when she left. Remember? And then did she, just, she just lost. 
probably because no, she was leaving. But no, she fucking should have. You know what? You don't know anything. You don't even watch the product. All right. All right. Sorry. I'm, lo- I'm loving the hands that you're doing over there. Dominic. Thank you. Sassy hands. Sassy, Sassy hands. hands. I uh, will never root for Tony Storm. I hate to disagree with you, Dominic. So you're telling me we're not going to have on the OnlyFans? Nope. Damn. I'm a big, big fan of Tony Storm. I think I thought the debut was great. And I, I agree. I don't think she was going anywhere in WWE. I feel like she was getting pushed underneath. She was just going to get buried by everybody else. And I think she made the right move going to AEW. I hate to see it. You guys. <sighs> Hopefully she doesn't get lost in the shuffle. We haven't seen very much from uh, Ruby Soho lately. I don't know why that would be, but uh, I'm hoping that that Tony Storm doesn't have that happen to her in AEW. I hope it does. I hope she fucking challenges once for the title and then just fucking disappears. In the main event, Andrade takes on Darby Allen and Andrade gets the win. I thought this match was fantastic. It was great. Um, Andrade finally kind of gets like a bigger win on uh, television, uh, continuing with the Hardys and staying in, you know, the AFO kind of kerfuffle after the match. But I think the match itself was really good. Uh, Jeff hits another Swanton bomb, which apparently is supposed to be safer for him, even though Dominic and I kind of disagree and says it looks kind of bad and I'm afraid he's going to break his neck. But I'm not a wrestler and they say it's better for him to do the Swanton like that. So keep doing it, Jeff, I guess. I mean, let's just be honest here. Every time he's hit a swanton in the ring so far, it's been he's been like landing square on their fucking chest. Not because like, like I don't know if you guys know this, but you know, well I explained a little bit to Tyler today or yesterday. I used to be in a trampoline federation. I used to do swanton bomb all the time. The point of the swanton bomb is you land kind of like your shoulder blade should be landing like just like you should be skimming them. You know, that's the way pretty I was much like pretty much like Wu-Tang Clan said, man, you just got to protect your neck. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Don't listen to them. And anyways, um, <laughs> and anyways, and Jeff has been his lower back has been landing square. Like on them, and it's just it's like, bro. You know, you got to You got to you got to do that little uh, you got to work on your hops because you're not really pushing off very well because you're fucking just straight up knocking the wind on everybody. So love you, Jeff, but come on, man. You're, you're killing my vibe here. All right, moving on. It's the most stupendous two-night WrestleMania history, the granddaddy of them all. We have WrestleMania 38 taking place tomorrow and Sunday. Uh, so first, kicking off with night one. I believe it's sort of confirmed, not confirmed. I don't know that the Stone Cold KO show thing is going to close the show. Dominic, do you agree? Is that going to be the case? And also, do you think it should be the case? I think you open a Stone Cold. I think I think the first thing the fans should hear is gra- grass, glass breaking and fucking people just going ape shit. Uh, I want to go back to the question that was asked about what one match we're most excited for. Um, I want to put that one up there. I forgot that was a thing. I'm looking at the Wikipedia right now. It didn't show up. Um, it's not a match. What is it? Is it not a match? I, it's just a segment. Oh, yeah. Put it up right now. It's just a segment. I think it turns into a match. I hope it does. I want I to think see it's Stone just, Cold. Okay, I want to see Stone Cold stomp a mud hole in Kevin Owens. You want to see that, you want to see that old ass man in a Speedo? Yeah, I do. 
I, the, I said, I said to, to Haley the other night, I said, there's two types of people in this world. There's Stone Colds and there's John Cena's. And if you don't know the difference, that's a you problem. And Dominic, you're definitely a John Cena while me and Cheese are Stone Colds. I mean, definitely, definitely did not start watching SmackDown because of John Cena. Cheese, do you know why I say there's only two types of people? Do you know what the difference is between a Stone Cold and a John Cena? Uh-huh. Stone Cold don't take no shit. I don't know. No, he's no. a badass. He's cool. He actually, you know, draws money. He's actually, you know, pretty good. Well, John Cena is a pretty good wrestler too. But Tyler, what is your distinction between the two? Uh, there's people who wear shorts above the knee, and there's people who wear shorts below the knee. Oh, that's the only. There's there's that's the only two types of people in this world. And Dominic is a is a below the knee type of guy. Once again, we have to reconsider this conversation because he is just throwing fucking fighting words at me. It's not cool. Don't make me stomp that mud hole, Dominic. You suck my mud hole. Okay. Um, I don't think it's going to be an official match. I think there will be a brawl and Stone Cold will stand tall at the end. Um, I understand why they're having it be the main event, but I think you know having Stone Cold be the main event, closing out the show, once again sends the message that the stars of yesteryear are way bigger stars than the wrestlers today which is definitely the case but uh, it shouldn't be the case but um, moving on it well oh, I, was, Dominic- I was oh i was gonna pose the question if that isn't the main event what do you guys think the main event is actually gonna be you're taking brand's um, gimmick sorry i didn't mean i to. was literally just asked that <laughs> well you but... seem like you were moving on and then i didn't want to move on yet I, I i say it's one of the women's matches dominic which one do you say Rhonda Charlotte? I mean, it could be. Tyler, what do you say? Well, I was thinking, are you guys all in agreement that it is going to be Cody Rhodes to face Seth Rollins on Saturday? Um, just it should be. If not, the crowd is going to revolt. So then do you put that as the main event? Because I feel like that would get a really good pop, and I think that would be a good send out for night one. But if you don't, then I kind of agree with Dominic in the sense that I think you go Charlotte and Rhonda, just the star power with Rhonda and, and Charlotte just, you just can't match it. All right, let's talk about Charlotte and Rhonda. They face off for the SmackDown women's championship. Charlotte, I think the Ronda champion likes to get fucked in the ass. <laughs> Rhonda, the challenger. Um, the build, the feud has been interesting. You know, Charlotte kind of has her her one resting bitch face. Rhonda, you know, going after her kind of nonchalantly saying that if she beats Charlotte, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, but as you guys said, two big stars clashing. Dominic and I and studio audience were there at Survivor Series. Both these women uh, had a match. It was a good match, but the crowd did turn on Rhonda. I still don't know what the crowd dynamic is going to be like with the WrestleMania type crowd now kind of post AEW. I think Ronda should get a good reaction. Charlotte's always going to get kind of the Charlotte star treatment, but uh, I lean towards Ronda getting the victory and she stays around. I really want Charlotte to retain. I feel like uh, Ronda's priorities are going to be with her baby and her hubby and her goats and her chickens and shit. And she's not going to have time to be there 24-7 like Charlotte could be. So I really want Charlotte to retain that woman's title. 
I think they do end up putting it on on Ronda, but I think what Dominic said does come true, and it's kind of the same thing that we've seen in year, you know, what was it, two years ago when she was when she was getting the push and making, and she was, I think she they put the belt on her, did did they not? Am I? Yes, she was women Raw yes. women's champion. So going into WrestleMania, and I have a feeling it's going to be kind of the same thing to where she's going to realize just how hard that road life is for a WWE superstar. And she's going to be like, Tyler, ah. we don't, we don't do cold speak around here. What do you mean? Cold speak. See, he is so into the cult Dominic. He doesn't even know it's cold speak. No, I don't I mean it. Uh, it'll take some getting used to Tyler, but you can't refer to uh, us as the universe. Yeah. Well, if you do say, you have to say WWE superstar trademark. Sorry. Sorry. WWE superstar trademark uh, when they're on the road, it's, it's gonna it's, it's a hard, it's a hard life. It's a hard life. And I think she's going to miss her family and she's going to end up going back. So. So the other women's title match, Becky Lynch, the champ taking on Bianca Belair, uh, Bianca kind of looking to get a title for the second year in a row at WrestleMania. Uh, I think this one's definitely more clear cut. I think Bianca definitely gets the win here. Uh, kind of flipping the roles with the baby face, cutting the heels, hair off to the go home show but whatever uh i have high hopes for this i think this match is going to be really good probably the best pure wrestling match on night one stone cold and that atmosphere probably will top it but i am uh, looking forward to this match what bianca and becky dominic oh bianca's definitely going to win this match i think uh becky is has run her course as big time bex she gonna take some time off, go be with Bebe, and it's kind of the same thing with Rhonda. You know, she she needs to go be with Bebe, take some time, recoup, rejuvenate, come back as the last kicker, Becky Lynch, not big time Bex, and be be the Becky that we all fell in love with. Uh, yeah, I agree. Bianca Belair definitely takes this one. I think, like Chi said, it is kind of the the across the board easier one to pick out of the two. All right, we get uh, Ray Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio taking on Miz and Logan Paul tag team match. I think the Mysterios get the win. Seems like they're teasing Logan Paul possibly turning face. Why? I have no clue, but uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, does this match really fucking matter? Don't really gotta yeah, they, they stole the Mysterio match. All right, we'll go with the Mysterios just because if Logan Paul wins a WWE match, I'll fucking piss in the cup and drink it. You said, Cheese, that they're trying to turn Logan Paul face as if like this is going to be like he's just now now, uh, you know, he's there. Is he is he there for the foreseeable future? No, I'm not saying he's going to be there. I think he's just going to have a moment where he, you know, turns on the Miz pretty much. Got you. Got you. I think the Miz and Logan Paul take this one. I think. I think that would just just for me, I think that would be fucking hysterical if Logan Paul won, won a match at WWE. So I'd love to see that. It's gonna be with Snooky and one and oh at WrestleMania. Yes. Never All forget. Time. That should have been up there as one of the best. Not not one of my favorites, was, but one of the best. Easily top five. And uh poor Drew McIntyre, singles match up against Happy Corbin with Mad Cat Moss. Uh McIntyre's probably, you know, easy, clean win here. I think he is if not the next, but one of the next challengers for Roman, who may be double champ at the end of the night or at the end of the weekend. 
What a fall from grace. What a fall from grace for, for Drew McIntyre to go from main eventing WrestleMania to you're fighting Happy Corbin in, in night one. I mean, let's... I'm let, get let, phone. What are you doing? I'm on, on my phone. So what are you on? Are you twiddling your dick? Nothing. You can see my glasses. God damn it. <laughs> Nothing. I'm on Twitter, I'm trying to look up... That's uh, UConn Women's. Shout out. They're going. Anyways. <clears throat> Top women's basketball college podcast around. Sure. Let's go with that. Yep. No doubt. No doubt. Um, yes. Fall from Grace, Drew McIntyre. He'll be back. I think uh, I think he he got the raw end of a stick with COVID happening and you know winning the title and you know this big push and was set to be fucking spectacular and it wasn't so i think they'll probably try to run it back with him see if he can gain the same momentum um i doubt it will happen and he'll be gone within the next year or so maybe two but uh you know you know i i i I like drew i like i wish happy corbin will bring back his baron corbin theme music because i love that shit a lot better you look really upset brandon you okay I'm just looking over the cards and we still have so many more matches to go. You got resting bitch face. And, uh, you know, like, not, when you're in church tomorrow with me, I swear to God, you better, you better be smiling ear to ear. Well, I'll have my mask on so you can't tell. Attaboy. Oh, okay. Attaboy. Mask Good up. Job. Mask Good up. Job. Be nice. If only we masked up for brunch. Hey, I I'm the one that was sitting next to this up. motherfucker. And then Tyler funneled me his mimosa knowing he was dripping <laughs> with mucus. Hey, I fucking uh, told you. I told you before, and I said, hey, man, I have been feeling good the past couple of days, but you could drink this if you'd like. I don't remember that. And he was like, fuck yeah. yeah. That's, because, oh, that's oh. because you were already six mimosas deep. I was not six mimosas. It was like four. And it's Ooh. hard to tell because they come just fill it up before it's even done, which I well, mean, there was one that's time. That's what supposed I, to, but you didn't. I did it once, but I yeah. finished it once. He hit, bo- he hit bottom of bottomless mimosas at least once. I think it was twice. That was once. Well, I mean, you finished your last cup, right? So twice. Anyways, we got some tag team matches. The Usos defend their SmackDown tag titles against Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. Um, I, I mean, I could see it going to Nakamura and Boogs, but I think you, you keep the bloodline strong, keep the Usos with the championships, and move it along. Or, or the bloodline just loses everything. I'm going with Shinsuke and Boogs. Ooh, spoiler alert for later. Yeah, I'm going to go with... Uh with uh, the Usos on this one. I think I think the bloodline reigns supreme at the end of the day. Uh, we get the New Day, Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston, taking on Sheamus and Rich Holland with Butch. Uh, probably supposed to be a six-man tag, but obviously uh, no biggie. Maybe biggie shows up. I think that'd be fun to see. Uh, but I think it'd go either way. I feel Sheamus and Ridge gets the win just to kind of keep some heat on them. I guess. I don't know. I mean... This match doesn't need to be on WrestleMania. Give me on SmackDown. Every time I see the clip of Big E, I have to watch it, but I can't. I hate myself for watching it. It's so hard to watch every time. Uh, with that being said, give it to Sheamus and Rich Holland. With Butch. You, you, no, you give it to Kofi and Woods winning it for the brother. Why'd you have to say it like that? Why couldn't you say winning it for their brother? Yeah, why could you put a hard ER at the end? Yeah, the the one time you don't want to use the hard R, huh? Excuse me? Are you insinuating I use other words kidding. with R's? 
Dominic has never used a hard R in his life. At least none that I've heard. And that's the truth. The God's honest truth. I don't know what you're talking about. I respect every human being. That's what I just said. I just said you've never used the hard R before. I, know, I just got to fucking reass- reassure people. Jeez. All right. Jeez. Finally, we kind of already went over it. Seth Rollins against TBD. I think we're all going with the Cody. Uh, do we see any kind of like swerve before the swerve with like Shane, Shane. or someone else? Oh. Like, is there a legitimate possibility it can be anybody else besides Cody? Is there anybody who has who needs the heat like MJF heat that they could just send out there with uh, with some Cody Rhodes music? Shane McMahon, Goldberg, Gilberg. There you go. Oh my God, Dominic. God, we get out of my stop. head. We need to fucking stop. All right, um, WrestleMania. Oh, oh, what? Dominic, who's showing up? Who's showing up is going Hornswoggle. to be the Undertaker. Okay. Teddy Long shows up. Oh, yeah, player. It says you go one-on-one with the Undertaker. WrestleMania Night 2 got a fatal four-way tag team match for the women's tag team titles. Uh, I know so many women. Involved, uh, let's see, Queen Ooh. Zelina, Carmella, the champion, Sasha Banks, and Naomi, Rhea Ripley, and Liv Morgan, and Natalia, and Shayna Baszler. Pretty much, uh, this is the token women's match on night two. So, you know, get a women's match on the card, get a bunch on the show. It doesn't really matter, but I guess give it to Sasha Banks and Naomi. Um, I'm the other way around. I want uh, Natalia and Shayna Baszler to win this. I think Shayna is long overdue a title. Yeah, it's a tag title, but still, it's a fucking title. This is beautiful because I, I want Rhea Ripley and, and Liv Morgan to win it. I think they deserve titles as well. And I think this is this is how you get them on the main card, how you how you make them a mainstay. You put the titles on them. Then we got the two, uh, well, the other two celebrity matches. We got Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. Anything goes. Uh, Dominic said he kind of hopes this can be a lot of fun. I think it can be a lot of fun. We don't know what Johnny and his body can kind of do. I think we're going to get a lot of cameos for the Jackass guys. Maybe some Devo to jump off the fucking, you know, Megatron, just fucking go crazy. I want Ryan. I want Ryan Dunn to show up and fight just like God showed up and fought on in the pay-per-view. I can't remember which pay-per-view it was. I feel like those little uncalled for. Was that vengeance or was that no mercy? Uh, Ah, little, little bit of history homework for you fellas out there. Cause I'm pretty sure I think it was vengeance. Oh, six. RIP Ryan Dunn. One of my favorite. So, yep. R.I.P. I love Ryan Dunn as well. I love Ryan Dunn too. Just shut up, Brandon. Okay, I didn't want to be the asshole. We didn't say anything. <laughs> uh, so I do think this can maybe be kind of pre-tapey. You know, maybe we get something backstage or something. Can go either way. I think uh, Knoxville does get the win, and Sammy continues to complain it's a conspiracy. Big big picture here. They so going back. They swerve us. Cody Rose does not come out night one. And Johnny Knoxville gets attacked backstage. Sammy goes out of the ring. Oh, no one's going to come out because Johnny's in there. And then Cody Rose comes out, helps Johnny get the win. It's going to really suck for those people who paid night one to see Cody and didn't. And they're not right. there for night two. So exactly. Seth Rollins ends up fighting nobody on night one. Seth Rollins fights like fucking himself. I don't know. Hornswoggle. He, he fights God. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, we get Pat McAfee taking on Austin Theory. Uh, as, of, as of now, just a straight-up singles match. Vince, I saw him get kind of involved on SmackDown. Who knows uh, what's going to happen? Could go either way. 
uh, you know, Pat's Pat's my boy, so I guess I'll go with the old Pat McAfee. Pat. You know we're riding riding McAfee on this I'll one, brother. That, Pat. All day long. Uh, triple threat tag match for the Raw titles. RK Bro, Street Profits, Alpha Academy. I do think this can be a sleeper of a match. Uh, I think RK Bro gets the win after you know just winning them a couple weeks ago. So RK if Bro Randy gets the Orton win. Does not retain the title at WrestleMania. I will be heartbroken. He deserves it so much. I'm torn because I've grown to love Randy Orton in, in my later years of, of being a wrestling fan. So I love I love this Randy Orton Riddle RK Bro uh, faction. It's, it's fantastic. I love these guys, but I also love Otis with a passion. So I really want Alpha Academy to win. Otis is my guy for life, for life, for life. Uh, then Edge and AJ Styles grudge match. Um, Edge, the family man, turns heel, and now he's all brooding and angry. And AJ Styles is a bulldog. Brr. Should be a good match. I'm going, go with AJ, but I think Edge can win as well. It's right down the middle. You know, I really don't know how to feel. So you're going. You, you said you're going with AJ, but Edge could win. Then I'll just, I'll, I'll just be the differ. I'll, I'll go with Edge. I, th- I feel like this is kind of a very similar match to when we got Edge and was it Edge and Randy Orton a couple years back? Pretty much the same, same shit. Edge got the win back then. I think AJ Styles gets the win here. Then Bobby Lashley takes on Omos. Omos. Ugh. Um, yeah, I'm not expecting too, too much from this. I don't know. Stupid. Uh, Lashley comes back. The whole gimmick was no one's taking Omos off his feet. And then Lashley does it on raw. I mean, if he's going to do that, maybe that means Lashley's going to win, but then you've built up Omos for so long over a year now at this point that I think you have a win. I think it's a kind of a lose, lose either way. So I just don't understand the fact that you hurt Bobby's hurt an elimination chamber. So it makes him look, doesn't make him look weak. And then if he loses at WrestleMania to a non world title contender makes him, my opinion, look even weaker than losing at the elimination chamber. So I'm going with Bobby. If they want to keep Bobby strong and happy, you go to, you got to give Bobby the win. I think this is an absolute win. Uh, we get to see two beefy men bumping meats. I'm excited to see this, uh, but Bobby Lashley gets the W because fuck Omos. Then in the main event, the beefiest of beefy men bumping meat, we get Brock Lesnar taking on Roman Reigns. Winner take all to unify the WWE and Universal title. Uh, you know, Roman's been on on a roll for almost you know two years now at this point. Brock, brand new character. We know we've seen this match at WrestleMania three times at this point. Uh, but now roles reversed. I'm very excited. I think this will be the best match, as we said earlier. But I still think Roman gets the win. But I would not be completely shocked if Brock gets the win. I mean, you're going to hate me, but I really want this to end to a draw. And they don't unify the titles. And everyone is super fucking let down. And uh Yeah. I think, uh, wait, did, did somebody cash in money in the bank? 
nobody is money in the bank holder right now, Dominic. Oh, I hate to see it. Then this match is in the draw. I was going to ask your guys' thoughts on, on the unification of the titles. Are you guys excited to see them unified? Or you, did you want them unified? Or is this kind of like, eh, whatever, who cares? I'm all for less titles, so I like the idea of it. But, I mean, we just saw this with Becky Lynch two years ago, three years ago, that, you know, they'll unify it, but then they'll just break it up like a month or two later. That's Bring what I was, back Goldie. Yeah, I, I was like, aren't they just, they're just going to end up putting two major titles out there anyways because you need one on raw you need one on smackdown and i feel like if since they're going to unify i feel like roman reigns is more likely to make that you know make that jump raw smackdown raw smackdown on a weekly basis more than brock lesnar is so therefore the bloodline reigns supreme like i said earlier roman reigns wins this match All right, that is it. WrestleMania. Ooh. What is this? Seven, seven, 15 match. Yeah, 15 matches. Uh, this does not need to be a two night show, but, you know, monies and COVID and all the other things making this a two night show. Uh, maybe next year we go to uh, LA. Hopefully it's not a two night show, but it, uh, it probably will. Bring, br- bring back eight hour WrestleManias. No, Nothing. bring back, bring back four hour WrestleManias. No, no, no. So, bring back, bring back the six-hour WrestleMania. Is getting to Cheese's house at four four p.m. to watch WrestleMania, and then not leave until midnight. So, uh, speaking of WrestleManias, before we sign off, so uh, Saturday, tomorrow, we are uh, going to where we're going. Party ends at three. Brandon, are we uh, just gonna mosey to your house, or do I gotta watch it here, or you know? You know, it's all TBD. I think we, you know, we could have talked, but it's off the air. I think it just all depends on how I'm feeling. Because apparently, according to Tyler, I still the worst days are still ahead of me. They are, and it's all TBD. So that means Cody Rhodes is showing up at his house. Yep. Nice, nice, nice. All right, and that'll then, do it for us for today. We'll talk off the air, okay? We don't need to dox ourselves on the podcast. Oh, I want to just—I I want to be the first person officially to wish you luck on your baseball game on Sunday. Oh, thank you, thank you. Luck is for losers. But I appreciate it, Dominic. I wanted to wish you luck um, on air uh, with your with your baptism tomorrow. I'm I'm happy. Oh, thank you. For, even though you're not getting baptized, you are becoming a godparent, and I'm yes, I am. I'm happy for for you and and the studio audience, and uh, I'm excited for this new chapter in your guys' lives. Thank you. So I, beautiful. And I'm so I'm beautiful. excited to be a part of, a part she, of said she, chapter. She she well. she doesn't listen to it, but you know that's fine. Thank you. If, if she ever asked me, if I'll just play this back when yes, when it gets posted. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Okay. Two thirty in the books. Well, I didn't didn't think it went too too bad. Uh, but thank you guys very much. You want to be like Mr. X and Johnny Roca and Josh, sending questions either on Instagram or Twitter, Curveballs ANCS, email curveballancs at gmail.com for Dominic and Tyler and the mascot and the studio audience and uh, the goddaughter and everyone in between. The number goodbye. one fan Haley. And the number one fan Haley. Damn goodbye. Right. And goodbye and good night. Uh, bye bye.